Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. Hi everyone, you are listening to our new podcast, The Single Life of Us, with me, Nellie Thomas, and me, Kate Mulholland. This podcast is recorded in the pod bar, and it is recorded on Wurundjeri land. And we would like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and we would like to acknowledge the original tellers of stories in this country of ours. It's a long tradition, 60,000 years. We would also like to let you know that there could be some language. There could be. There will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there'll be some swearing. I mean, less than the swearing, which probably doesn't matter so much for children, there may be talk that you don't want the children to hear. Oh, there's 100% talk you don't want the children to hear. And if you're offended by swearing, you really should fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go. Off your fucks. (laughs) It's like this. (laughs) There's a lot more content that's going to upset you. This podcast has the E for explicit. (laughs) Hope you enjoy the podcast. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Hello, Nellie Thomas. Hello, Kate Mulholland. How are you? Well, how are you? Look, I'm. Am I fit, fabulous, flirty, and fifty? I think you've just <laughs> ticked over to the fitty. I have. I have. I have. You are a fabulous, fantastic, funny, frightening. <laughs> 50-year-old female. (laughs) I am all of those things quite proudly. And how do you feel in the context of this podcast about being 50? It's a big milestone. It's a a time for reflection, Mm. being 50 and single. Because if you, on your 40th birthday... Yeah. And being told you were going to be a, a single mother or daughters, I you would have gone, what the fuck? Mm, I would have so gone, what feel? the fuck? Um, this, I mean, it's it's impossible to not reflect when you do a whole decade yes. of a birthday. And there's a, a quite, um, oh, what's the word, vain part of me that goes, I don't want to be 50. 50 is yeah, old, right? right? How like, did you feel turning 40? Fine. Yes, yeah, Loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved yeah. it. Yeah. Um, is 50 actually is the new 40? <laughs> nothing's the new anything, is it? But I also think I am glad to be single at 50. 
So mm. I'm not like, oh God, I'm single and so why? Up. Why are you glad to because be single at fifty? I think it took it was a really brave forty nine year old Kate that made that decision. Yes, and Belle. and allowed Kate mm. to be fifty and single and mm. financially, who knows where she is and all these mm. other things. But she's made a really really hard choice. Mm. I think it makes me reflect. Um, and this is silly, and I'll stop doing it one day. But did I give my youth away? Yes. Yep. Oh, I think that might be common actually for a lot of people in who end up single in middle age after long relationships mm. of like, what if I'd called it earlier mm. or what if I'd chosen someone else or, mm. yeah, I think that's a common feeling mm. and that idea of my youth is over. Yeah, and it yeah. is. And I'm not, like I know if I died today, everyone would say, oh, so young. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I know I don't feel old. I don't, you know, I mean, my knee's fucked. But um, I'm... I know it's a real privilege to turn any age, mm. so I'm happy mm. with that. I'm really happy that I have an amazing bunch of female friends, mm. um, all of that. But it's still a, you know, it's it's old. I See, I think, well, two things come into my mind. One, who I've mentioned before, my favourite Uncle Kev, who got married for the first time at 72. Yeah, amazing. All right. So, you yeah. know, you're a long way from 72. Yeah, got 22 years left. For a start, you've got 22 <laughs> years left at least. Um, but my other thought is, to me, it's such a positive story of middle-aged womanhood mm. where this is the time in your life where you've come into yourself, where you've gone, I need something else in my life. Mm. I need a different life. I need space to be mm. fully, authentically me mm. and that you had the balls to do that. Yeah. It's... Like, to me, it's a triumphant story. Mm. Not a, oh, my God, I'm 50 and I'm a single mother. Yeah, no, it's I a, don't feel like that. But you know yeah, what? I yeah. want something for my life. Mm. I want something for myself. Mm. Um, I want to be I want to be me. Yeah, and I deserve a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I am really, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you could have, theoretically, another 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit overwhelming. Look, my darling Nana Gladys nearly almost made it to 97, mm. still lived on her own. She was single though. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's the... Um, you know, as for the last 40 years of her life or something. Yep. And I think to myself, you know, I I could drop dead today. Yeah. But I might have Nana Gladys's genes. <laughs> I know, that's right. You know, like there yep. could be another 47 years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, of singledom, whether that's dating, not dating, mm. power tools, mm. bank accounts, whatever it is. Mm. Like you can't assume no. anything. I know plenty of people who have found, even from really tragic breakups, five years later, their love of their life. Yeah. You never know. You never know. But it's... It's the new thing for me to go into a significant birthday single. So, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It really, really is okay. And I want to say to other people, like, um, it's it's okay to break up when your kids are that little bit older and you feel like you're being a little bit selfish. And, you know, I've definitely had that leveled at me. Someone said to me, well, what difference did it make? Couldn't you just sleep in separate bedrooms? You know, oh, actually Jesus. a lot of people said That's that to grim. me. Yeah. Um, no, you don't have to. You can be... You are. You deserve. You know what you deserve. You know the truth of your relationship. Yeah. And if you're, if it's making you sad, yeah, on the regular, you you can leave. Yeah, I'll tell you what difference it made. I wasn't myself. No, I wasn't myself. I couldn't be who I wanted to be. They weren't happy. I wasn't happy. No. Like that's that's a big difference. This is this thing we keep talking about when you hear, oh, you know, they had such a successful marriage. They were together for six mm. years. I don't care. I want to know the quality of yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. 
Not just not that the, they not stayed, the length of time. Either from inertia or culture or fear yeah. or financial circumstance or whatever. I yeah. want to know, is it a good relationship? Yeah. And then I'll celebrate it. Yeah. Were you happy to come home and tell them about your day? Yeah. Most of the time. Not all the yeah. time, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. So I'm okay. Yeah. Good. Well, happy 50th. <laughs> thank you. On thank behalf you. of all the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Um, speaking of being old and married, mm. we've got a listener call yes. from one of our many, we're now discovering, um, married, yes. partnered yes. Um, listeners. Yes. Let's just play it and then we'll see yes. how it goes. Hi. I'm just calling in with an old married couple anti-date night story <laughs> oh, after great. listening to your yes. last episode. Yes. We hate date night. Last mm. December, I had a hotels voucher and oh. I thought, oh, it would be really nice. Nice if Hello. our son had a sleepover with the grandparents mm. and we could just go and stay in a lush hotel. We know where this is going. Yep. So we were both looking forward to it, but come the night, we were just tired. Yep. Um, mm. So we checked in, went out for dinner, got back to the hotel, and we couldn't get any of the streaming services to work. Oh. <laughs> just like, you know what? We just want to go home. So we checked out and we weren't getting it. So we left and came home oh, and just spent a lush night on the couch together. <laughs> So that's our version now. And we just don't fight it anymore. We don't pretend that we have to have fancy date nights. We just know what we love. If we're going to have a sleepover, chances are we'll just be at home enjoying the serenity. Yes. Okay, thanks. Oh, my God. If there's no Netflix, I'm out. (laughs) I love this. And we had a date night and we booked a hotel in the city and we went out for dinner and we couldn't get the fucking Netflix to work. (laughs) That is the most... That is a love story I can get around. It's the truth, Because there's dude. not a wife or a husband or a girlfriend going, oh, you care more about Netflix than me yeah, or yeah, yeah, you've yeah. ruined the night. Both of you are like, fuck it. Let's I'm go exhausted. Home. I love our couch. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually, I love being at home. But also it speaks to, which we've talked about in a previous episode, the bloody pressure of date the nights. The pressure. You have to have the best time. You yep. have to have sex 14 times. Yep. You have to have an expensive meal yep. in a hotel. Put the Instagram photos up of the brunch, of the dinner, of what the champagne. What if you're exhausted? Yeah, you are, we are exhausted as humans. If you, certainly in this case, and I think this is a mum who has young kids from mm. memory because mm. I read her email, and they're exhausted. Oh, sleep is the new sex, you know. Sleep and is the new sex. <laughs> I just remember when the twins were little, and I've never been that tired in my life. Oh, and I used to be a night shift worker, um, driving past Forty Winks and thinking, "Oh God, Could I? I'd love to go and lie in that bed. I'll just go and test it. Go and lie in the bed. Like the, the thought of sex was the furthest oh, absolutely. thought from my mind. I've never been that less sexual." And I remember I was just tired. we went camping and um, we set up the tent. Don't even get me started on that shit. You know, yeah, how you do often do you hear children. people like fighting? You know, <laughs> you got the fucking tent pole. Like so relaxing, so relaxing. Anyway, it was really hot. We had the tent set up and everyone was miserable and it was near a lake. So we had to watch the kids because what if one of them runs? Like mm. zero mm. relaxation, mm. zero, no air conditioner, all that stuff. Mm. Mm. And there was these two gay guys who'd done the same, like set up next to mm. us. <laughs> and at one point I saw them back. Up, I said, Oh, what's going on? And they went, You know what? We've got a TV at home. <laughs> One of them went, I don't like being hot. Like they set it up and then they just went, Fuck this no. and called it and packed up. And we did exactly the same thing the next day. Yep. And I'm like, There's actually a lesson in that of like, 
I try and we've discussed this before. Mm. I try and force holidays. Mm, mm. You've got to have a good time. Yeah. Whereas they just went, this isn't fun. No. We're going home. Yeah. Being at home with all your stuff is yeah. quite nice. Yeah. It turns out your stuff makes things easy, especially yes. with kids. Going yep. back to our caller. Especially with you know, kids. You know, if you two, if one of the things, those companionate things are the glue of a relationship. Yep, they are. If you two love laying on the couch together, watching bloody, yeah. I don't know. Old episodes of ER. I don't Old care. episodes of it, whatever it is you like mm. to do and you mm. like to have a cuddle, go for yeah, it. Go I love it. for it. And you know what? It's probably more likely going to turn into some snuggly sex than yes. hotel room. Oh, we didn't untuck all the end of the blankets at the yes. bed. We can't turn over. But also the pressure. And, again, I don't know if this is gendered. Yeah, it's but I think, off, you know, they it? say women have sex between the ears. Yeah. You know, so if yeah. your brain, if you're going, I have to do this, oh. I feel, pre- I have to be really, yep. I have to put on a good show. Yep. <laughs> there's a stripper pole. <laughs> I should have brought lingerie. Like what it, there's just too much, too pressure, much pressure involved in that. Yeah. And that can turn you off like toot sweet. Yep. It really can. Thank you for being so <laughs> Thank honest. Thank you. And what a beautiful message. We don't, Lovely. we love our married callers as well. And I was saying to Nellie before that I met, a sort of semi-stranger who said, oh, I've, I've listened to the podcast. Uh, I'm happily married though. So yeah. um, <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. I don't assume that because no. you're listening you're in an um, unhappy relationship at all. Everyone's no. welcome. And, in fact, I think at the start of the podcast we thought that it was literally just going to be for people like us. Yes. We pretty much thought it would be yeah. middle-aged women. Mm. Um, but truthfully I know we've got listeners in their 20s. Yep. I know we've got lots of Um, people in relationships. I chatted to a 50-year-old gay guy with a husband the other day and they both listened to it for their Friday night date night. (laughs) You know, so, oh, you're all welcome. We love all of you. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, meme. What you got for me, Kate? I have a meme that says, (laughs) it was like, it's just a little um, square with like blue background and a girl, a cute guy and a fridge. Yep. And it says, I have a boyfriend. Oh, wait, no. No, that's a fridge. I have a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as someone who loves a sneaky trip to the fridge. <laughs> oh, who loves a late night snack, oh, not a metaphor. Not a metaphor. Nigella-esque. Yeah. yeah. I thought I felt very seen. <laughs> One of my favourite jokes about Nigella, so Maria Bamford, American comedian, she would talk about um, Nigella and she'd go, that lady is not talking about food. No, that lady is not talking <laughs> about food. God, she's gorgeous. Oh, I had a really fun night with... Um, Nigella? Well, we talked about her. Just was, It was at a friend's party and I ended up on this couch with this guy that... I, I'm friends with his wife, but him and I don't chat a lot, you know, yeah. but we had a really fun night. We started talking about like people we found attractive or people that we would have sex with and I don't know, we would have oh, a your few whole drink. past. We should do that. Yeah, so we yeah, yes. it was really good. Anyway, and then we both said at the same time Nigella. Nigella. Yeah. Oh, she And he goes, she's I'd watch on toast. I said I'd probably watch you as well. Like yeah. and it's not even my thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm out. Yeah, but you know, oh, I was no, like, she's she is. she's just oh. beautiful. Just the way she speaks. And it's yeah, she's articulate. But also anyone who loves food is oh, hot. God. I reckon. Like I yep. love people who love food because oh. food's life. Food is life. Food is like sensual. Someone if you like food, you probably give me. a good massage. Yes, I think so. You know, and I think there's you. You're a little bit kind. Yeah, I think you're nurturing. Yeah, if you like to, if you're a feeder. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of my fantasies to find someone who was a feeder. <laughs> 
You would be the feeder. I would. You need a feedee. I do. I do. I do love to feed people. You need someone really skinny yeah. who just goes, feed I did me, have one me, of them. Feed me, feed me, feed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My What's meme's a mean? bit more serious, mm-hmm. um, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to realise you oh, – so this is a quote by Paolo – would you say Colo? Colo, yeah. C-O-E-L-H-O. He mm. looks like an artist. He really does. I didn't Google him, but he no. looks like an artist. He mm. looks a bit like a Frida Kahlo, mm, mm, mm. Diego Rivera kind of yeah. dude. Yeah. I think it's important to realise that you can miss something but not want it back. That's – Amen, brother. Oh. Amen. But this so is a contradiction profound. we don't talk about. Yes. How does that one hit you? It really, really hits me. And I think I could have really used that when I left the church as well. Yes, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, because you can miss that com- yep. the sense of community yep. Yep. without wanting that actual community. Yes. Or you can miss the convenience of saying you take the kids to the bus stop. Yes. Or I know there's someone home and I can stay out for an extra drink with the girls. Yep. Without wanting it back. Yes. Yeah, I think it's amazing. And I think even, I mean, this is true of big long-term relationships Mm. and communities and big fractures in your life, even Mm. family relationships Mm. that have gone wrong. And I think sexually it's easy to have sex with someone who knows your body and who Mm. has seen, you know, like I have gone up and down that many dress sizes. Mm. I've had five children. I've got stretch marks to the wazoo from the twins. Mm. Target stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Mm. Um, all of that. And God knows what my vagina looks like, right? Oh. You know? <laughs> Jesus. So, but that's the truth of yeah, being yeah. and going, but I don't want that back. Yes. But there is a time when you go, well, that'd yeah. be easy. Yeah, because you're not going into a dating or new sex situation going, oh, have they seen this bit yes. or do they like this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's Mom true. Means occasionally that's I true. find a, a hair on my breast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did this hair come from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, I've got tweezers all over the house. Oh, God, I've got tweezers everywhere. Yeah. Fuck and fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck and fuck. Please let us put that on water bottles. I haven't never heard fuck and fuck. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm loving it. I'm living for pluck and fuck. But I'm also just in the, for those who are, you know, in the dating Mm. scene like me, Mm. I've noticed there's been a couple of times where I have really just kind of just got the hots for someone, just fallen for someone, just like really had that pining, Mm, yearning mm, feeling, mm. but also knowing they are not the person for you. Yes, yes. Like there's either red flags or they're not into you Mm, or mm. whatever. Like there's lots of reasons Mm. when your head is talking Mm, mm. and not your heart or your coochie. Yeah. (laughs) Your head is going, yes. this is not right. And it's hard to listen so to that head, isn't it? So you can like but emotionally yes. go, oh, but yes. I miss you. But yes. then also go, but I don't want that back. Yeah, I don't want it back. Yeah. You know what we need? We need a segment and, and email us in and send us voice messages about green flags. Oh, I'd like yes. to know some green flags every now and again. I, I'm, I think I'm okay with red flags, but tell me things that I should think that's that's worth exploring. I think note that down. Let's do okay. green flags green in the flags. next episode. Yeah. That is also true. Yes. Yeah. How do you go, oh, okay, like yeah. this is a good sign. Yeah, like yeah. This, yeah, this person has a clean bathroom. I don't know, but you know. Whatever like, it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 Bright and shiny. Well, you're included in my thing. Oh, good. So should I That's go nice. first? Yeah. <laughs> So bright and shiny is our segment of things that you have consciously, deliberately done differently Mm -hmm. now that you're single Mm -hmm. um, compared to when you're in a relationship. Mm. 
And I knew right from the beginning when I got separated, I've always had a lot of friends. Yeah. You know, my oldest friend I've known since I was three. Yeah. Like I've got friends from school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I tend to hold on to people. Mm. Um, so I've never had trouble making friends and I feel very blessed yep. about that. Yeah. But I also knew that when I became single that I needed to really consciously make sure that I saw friends. Yes. That I made a deliberate effort. I call it the coven. You do. I love the coven. To actually bring together some witches. Mm. I knew I needed female support. Yep. But I also knew it needed to be conscious and deliberate Mm. because I can go months without seeing even really good friends. And when you are newly single, there is a depression level, right, which we haven't really talked about, but I definitely felt it. I have slept more than I've ever slept in my life, mm. just exhausted by all the decisions and have yep. I done the right thing and the mental the upheaval, load, all that. Yeah. And it's easy to go, oh, fuck it, I'll just stay home. Stay home. Really, yeah. really easy. It's actually really easy to spiral. Really mm. easy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the coven is incredibly important, life-changing. I think it's really different. Like if you're... If you're super close to your mum or a sister Mm. or Mm. some cousins Mm. or something like that, you might have this sort of inbuilt um, support system that goes, come on over, Mm. here's some chicken soup, tell me how awful things are. Yeah. In my case, I sort of went, I really deliberately need to gather not just some female friends, but some female friends Mm. that I know are positive, Mm. that I know are not going to... Indulge is the wrong word, but you don't want to sit there for the rest of your life going, Annie did this and then she no, did no, this. No, 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 no. You can't. No, like, no. You need a bit of that. And some people might need that, but you I really don't. I want to have, you know, like we might say, all right, you've got 10 minutes, go. That's right. And then we're talking about something else. I don't That's want... right, purge and yes. then let's get on yes. to something else. Because mm. if you just sit in that, then mm. you're still in the relationship. You are, yeah. You know, like yep. you're still in the heartbreak. Yeah. Of it, yeah. So it's about consciously, and and you will, I'm sure, agree with me on this. Like I'm the fucking admin. Like, <laughs> you are the admin, and it's really fun because I've always been the admin. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I've got a new. I've never had a PA. Yeah. <laughs> and I will admit to you, like part of me, because I'm always the admin. Yeah, I know. In, in all of my circles. Yeah. And part of it, there's a tiny part of me that goes, oh, that's not fair. It's not fair. But then there's another part of it that goes. Whatever. I know. Like you bring different strengths yeah, you do. to different groups and yep. different relationships. Yep. I know I can do it. Yep. Do I need this contact? Yes, I do. Yep. So just get over yourself. Yeah, that's and right. And if no one group. was if everyone was like, Oh, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm busy or oh, yeah, everyone's like, Yeah, like I'm that. there, I'm there, I'm there. Oh, totally. So totally. you know that everyone needs it. And no one's going, Are you sure we should have that restaurant? I know, no, I'm no, like, no, no one even cares. I've booked this. Okay. Yeah, great. See you there. Yeah, that's right. What time? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So I think that's a really, for me, and again, I'm conscious not everyone's so social. No, it doesn't have to be a group of like and the five online or ten. things can be really important. Yeah. You can have an online group of people that you talk to or, but yeah. But be deliberate and conscious about seeking some support yep. that's not your ex. Yep. And people who, what's been really delightful for me is that not all of those people really know my ex that well. Yeah, that's and right. That's why I'm saying be, pick who is yes. in that group. And so yeah. they're not even really interested, <laughs> which is nice. But also they haven't got skin in the game. No, they don't. You know, they're not there, they're, they're not there to kind of go, oh, but on the other hand, yeah, they're no. just like, oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's right. 
Do you want a wine? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that something else. And yeah, I think I've had it a few times in my life. When I had the twins, when I first had them, I thought, I don't need a support group of mothers that have twins. Twins are two babies. I've had mm. babies on their own. Mm. Then I realized, actually, I do. No, it's different. It's very, very yeah. different. Yeah. And so I don't have a lot of very close friends yeah. who are single. No, I don't either. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and not everyone in our coven is. No. No. But they're extremely supportive of us being yes. single. And I think it's nice to have that group where you can offload or upload, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really, really important. And I know it's privileged on some level and I know people live in country towns and, you know, yeah. all of that. But if you can wrangle it, yeah, do it. Well, and I, can I say as well, like I totally get that. I mean, I grew up in a country town. Mm. But also, you know, you and I have both got kids with additional needs. Mm, mm. It's no, it's not easy for me to get out. No, God, no. Either. It's not no. easy for me to do this. Like, no. I get that it's hard. Yeah. Like, yep. it is actually, it's not just logistically hard. It is mm. emotionally hard. It's mm. hard when you haven't mm. got a lot of energy. Mm. But I think what it gives you yeah. is greater than what it takes. It really, really yeah. is. Yeah. Really true. What's your bright and shiny? Okay. So, my bright and shiny that I've started but not finished, but I have spoken to someone is um, updating my will because yes. I have. Not updated my will for years. I was married when I had my original will. I had children that were all under the age of 18. So much has changed in yes. my life. So yeah. um, Mandy and I from 2Ps spoke to lawyers this week who are like, you should um, update your will every three years. And I'm like, yes, of course you should. Mm. People forget that you've lost a house, bought a house, not in that same rental, all those but things. But also no one wants to think about dying. No, they don't. It's actually really confronting to sit mm. and go, who would have my children? Mm. Who, mm. I mean, the money, whatever. Yeah. But thinking about what oh, would happen, yeah. you know, like no one wants to face that. No, they don't. But if you don't do it, you leave a shit show A real behind. shit show. Yeah. yeah. So I just think that's what I've started. Um, it's not a quick process, you know, mm. and the lawyer that we spoke to said, if you can do your will in 10 minutes, it's not done right. No. It should take a while. It should be back and forth and thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, mine took a while as well. So, yeah, yeah. anyway, that's what I've... That's my, which no, that's I've good. never, yeah. Going back to the one thing a week. The one first thing, a thing week. I did was bank accounts. Second yep. thing I did was will. Yeah. The wills. And it took three or four months yeah. of just back and forth. And not that it's particularly complicated, but just, you know, I don't know, a name was spelt wrong. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, got to get it right. Things. Think yep. about this. Yep. Particularly, I think if your kids have got additional needs, I think there's so, other yeah. issues, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So it took a yep. little while, mm. but yeah, and getting it signed and mm. <laughs> we were in COVID. As well, oh. so trying to get documents witnessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but- why'd you break up during COVID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID was great for relationships. I'm the only one. <laughs> you are. It's really hard to face. Mm. It's really hard to face, but it's like all things that are hard, it's harder if you don't. Yeah, and I think it's it's Good the equivalent you. of seeing a divorce paper or your only name on the mortgage or only yeah. one name on the electricity bill. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well mm. done. Thank you. That's a hard one. Yep. Swipe right. So I just want to give you a little tester. Yeah, good. All right. I just want your initial reaction. These are profile statements, like real online dating profile statements that I've seen. Yep. There's a fine line because I love confidence. You mm. love confidence. I do. I think probably everyone to some degree. Yeah, like, like not over the top. Oh, no, no, no. But no. confidence. Not, so yeah. I want to know whether mm. you would find these statements confident or cocky. 
Okay. Because there's a fine line yeah. between going, oh, yeah, that's yeah. hot, and then going, oh, what Bunner. a dickhead, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so first one, which I have had, mm-hmm. right, I'll give you the best night of your life. First message. Cocky. Way too cocky. Yep, way too cocky. How I'm do you like, fucking know? <laughs> I'm like, unless you are packing a fucking pad tie and some Bridgerton, listen, it's not going to be the best Listen, night of I life. stood on the roof of the Met in New York and there's a bar open there only certain months of the year and watch the sunset with a group of the best girlfriends of my life. Oh, so yeah. I don't think Top you're going to fucking give me the best night. It was Top the 19th that. of May. I remember the date. It was literally one of the best nights of my life. So don't be sliding into my DMs with that. You know the uh, Lost in Translation movie? Yeah. With Bill Murray and Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson. I sat in that bar in Tokyo mm. on my own on yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. I think it was 2019. Yep. With a beautiful, magnificent Christmas tree, mm. jazz player, Drinking cocktails, mm. looking out over the lights of Tokyo. Yeah. The bartenders were amazing. Yeah. Like, you reckon you can match that? No, can't. Like, I think. Especially first date. First date. Too cocky. Too cocky. Yeah, not confident. No, so, no. Okay, confident versus coffee, cocky. Um, <laughs> it's time to leave the lounge room. I mean, I think just demeaning because. I think it's patronising. Yeah, yeah, patronising. Isn't it? I, yeah, it is. So, I mean, I. It's, I mean, it's confident because you're like, come on, Dal, it's yeah. time to leave the lounge yeah. room. I'm here. Yeah. Um, well, I'm on a dating app. Yes, yeah, so of so course I'm going to leave the lounge room. But, um, I mean, you've got to be pretty good for me to leave the lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they know their demographic. I've got a Featherfield catch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've got a fuck off Bogan TV. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's very big. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, it wasn't so much that it was cocky, although I think it is. It's it patronising. It is, yeah. We you don't know. like that. It's like the assumption yep. that you need to be drag kicking and screaming. I'm literally I'm on literally, the app. Yeah, that's right. I want to leave the lounge room. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-mm. All right. We'll mm. go cocky then. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> this one, I think there's a variation on the theme, but this right. one is real. I live central in a sunny apartment with city views. <laughs> Well, good for you because I live in the burbs. <laughs> oh my god, what is the so point? Fuck- well, well that's cocky I'm though. Go on a date with you, so I can see your city views. Well, maybe. And like, I'm rich. I, you know. Oh, do you think it's about letting you know how much money they've yeah, got? Yeah, because renting or buying, if you can afford uh, a really sunny yeah. apartment in the city with good views, yeah. you're not poor. No, that's true. And there's a definite inner city and city um, snobbery. Oh, absolutely. You know, people, absolutely. I will never say my suburb, but people have never even heard of it. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I live 20 minutes from you. Yeah, But there's yeah, just yeah. that whole snobbery about, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just in the burbs. And yeah, yeah. so I it's would. It's not Fitzroy that would be, or Paddington yeah, or that's right. equivalent in other yeah. cities. Yeah. yeah. So I no, would true. be swiping so fast. It's funny actually though because the way I read that, I didn't read it as they've got money. I read it as them saying, um, you'll really like my apartment, so come over. Where and whereas I was kind of thinking, well, I'm wouldn't be coming for your apartment. It's not realestate.com. No, it's not. But you know I what do I mean? love real estate now. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would work with you. Maybe. I thought, well, I quite like my house. So yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, it's not a inner city apartment with that's sunny with sunny views, apartment. But it better like that's not why I'm coming over. No, it's not. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's hardly like I've got a great rack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Yes. But what are you like? Yeah, that's what, right. What, am I just laying around in your house while you go out? Yeah, that's right. Can I bring some friends over? Because it yeah. sounds like a fun night. That's right. I mean, if it's a New Year's Eve party, I I'm sunset? in. I'm swiping right. I'm swiping right. All right, this one's interesting. So um, this woman says, I'm bisexual, mentally ill, and I'm a single Pringle ready to mingle. <laughs> I <Okay>. love the rhyme. <laughs> I just think it's confident. I don't think yeah. it's cocky. Yeah. yeah. I think she's owned everything about herself. Yep. And take it or leave it. And there's a nice little joke. Yeah, yeah. I love single Pringle. I like single Pringle. Yep, yep. How do you feel about flagging mentally ill? Well, I don't know. That's the truth. But I do know that if it is a large part of your day-to-day life, then that's probably fine. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, there's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I I was the same. I was a little bit like, ooh, mm. um, not because I have any issue with mental no. illness because I don't know anyone who's not mentally yeah, ill. Yeah, same. You know, so mm. it, it's not about that. It's about flagging it mm. up front like that. Mm. It made me kind of go, ooh, do what? What is? What's that? Yeah. Like, how is that? Um, what What's the meaning of that in a dating? Yes, context? and I wouldn't know what the meaning is, but maybe I would be interested to find out. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think for this person, mm. flagging it mm. then weeds out anyone who yep. on the first date. It does. If you do disclose yeah. that they kind of go, oh, I'm and running got screaming from the room. You and know? then, you know, single Pringle, read a mingle. I'm still funny. I love that. Exactly. I'm fucking funny. Exactly. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, if you have got the confidence mm. to say um, I'm mentally ill in your profile, I think you're handling it. Yes, I think you are. So the ones that you got to worry about, the ones who don't tell you. Yeah, that's right. Then would be like, my view. On. Yep, yep. You know. Mm. So we'll go confident with that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Very handy. Need something built or fixed? I'm all yours. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's cocky or confident because, I mean, I think it's a bit of a turn on. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, because Oh god, you're funny. There's a lot of people I I'm not a lot I'm not good at a lot of things, but what I'm good at I'm quite good at. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I I don't want I don't want this to be like a, I'm only having you over because <laughs> my sink's leaking. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd lead with it. Yeah. Um, but there's You a, like that they're owning their I skills. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Whereas I sort of thought again. Like I can hire a handy yeah, person. Yeah, I know. I can fix, fix my shit. own things. But you I think know? I haven't lived with someone who's incompetent. Um, you know, like my ex could, the door was getting stuck. He could plane the bottom off. He had a plane right. in the garage. You know, like that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, you know, he may leave it for six months, but he yeah. could do it. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but I have had very good friends in both both um queer and straight relationships who've been with someone who I don't mean this but um like is a bit useless. Yeah, yeah. And not willing to learn. Yeah. Just like, oh that's I don't know how to mow. Oh, I can't yeah. oh, that's not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. And that was soul destroying for the other person. Yeah, because they have to do everything. So I think yeah. the fact that someone's like, if you need something, mm. I will help you. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. But I wouldn't not be with someone because they didn't know how to change a washer. No, I wouldn't either. And I'm wondering you it's know, almost like I want to get married though, isn't it? Well, I wonder if it's gendered. I wonder if it is. if I saw a guy say I'm very handy, I'll come and fix mm. your stuff, my assumption, and this might be wrong, would be that they have quite a patriarchal yes. view of relationships. Yes. You know, that what you want um, is a handy. In other mm. words, they're going to want me to cook mm, mm. and clean and, mm. you know, have traditional gender roles. Mm. If a woman had that in her profile, 
I mm. think, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's probably not fair, but it no. is also, it's a cultural reading. Like they actually do have different meanings. They really do. You know, for yeah. if you've got like, it almost be like if you had a kind of very stereotypical you know, lesbian in bloody chaps mm, and a mm, mm, mm. and a tool belt. Mm, mm. It'd almost be funny. Yeah, it would. You know, for yeah. them to be kind of, I'll oh, come fix your stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, that's a, it's a different meaning, I think. <laughs> oh my god, that lesbian TikTok, which is the greatest place. You on love Earth. lesbian oh, TikTok. Oh my god, I love it. It's so good when the algorithm just keeps giving it to you as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> god, you're filthy. Uh, um, there's like. That the the, now the lesbians very on TikTok has got a different meaning. No, they know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the whole thing. Oh, um, oh, Jesus. They um they know that and they play up on it. Like yes, they have yeah. like a, a drill and they'll be yeah, like, yeah, because you're playing with the and stereotypes. It's so great. Yeah, and that's actually humorous. Yeah, you know, like it's a it is a different meaning mm. than if there's a guy with you know. Holding up a dead fish in one photo, and then at the gym, and then hey, ladies, I'll come fix that. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a easy different reading. Mm. Like Actually, you'd be naive to think that they were the same thing. They're not. One of my favourite uh, lesbians on TikTok is a Canadian, Melissa. Her name is, and she does laundry talk. If you know, you know. She's got a huge following, and she like puts the camera in the washing machine, and then like pulls something out and just winks at it. Oh my god, you can't <laughs> believe it! It's so hot. And then she folds everything so beautifully. The interesting thing was. There was an Australian girl who really loved her TikTok and slid into her DMs and has moved there and they're getting married. No. Yep. TikTok marriage. So someone did sl- slide into someone famous's DMs. Well, she's not famous. She's just oh, a, she? she's just a Canadian that loves laundry. And she can renovate. She's I'm renovated in. a whole house. She, hang on. She can renovate and do laundry. Yes. Yeah. She's, sold. She's unbelievable. I'll show you her TikToks later. Oh, wow. And yeah, so, oh, you go, Aussie, go. Yeah, yeah. So now she's got an Australian wife. Love it. Life partner. Yeah. Did you know RuPaul's got an Australian husband? No. Yes. I saw him the other day. I didn't even know RuPaul's married. No. He's got an Australian husband who is, oh, he is a hunk of spunk. Oh, I bet. Yeah, he I is bet. gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would yeah. Be. Mm. Oh, there we go. Um, all right, number six. She just had about me, shoot your shot. No, <laughs> I don't like what? that. What does it mean? If it's a man, it's disgusting. If it's a woman, what do you? I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's very That's cocky. cocky to me. Shoot your shot. What do you mean? I've got to. I'm getting tested. Yeah. Or am I? What? Yeah. You're just going to see how good I am at impress humor me. Or, yes. Impress no, me. No, you impress me. No, bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> you like ma. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot your fucking yeah. shot. Yeah. Now we're both shooting. Everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah. And. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? We just started off so competitive. Also, and yeah, it's competitive. No. It's, there's nothing gentle about no. it. There's nothing sweet. Yeah, no, not into it. Um, oh, Well, this isn't really confident or cocky, but I just had to throw it in. This is the tagline, right? No rebounds, no threesomes, no trans. That is their... That's their tagline. Has anyone ever swiped on them? Presumably, yes. Who hasn't had a rebound? Like how long does a rebound last? Who hasn't last? had a threesome with a rebound? <laughs> <laughs> I did, like for a start, so fucking negative. You don't have to put any of those things in. Oh, it dry, honestly. I think the only thing that matters there really is no trans. They've just wanted to weed that in by saying something else. And I think of all of the people 
the most vulnerable people at the moment yeah. are trans people. This is what upset. Like, for a start, I'm like, thank you for putting that there because mm, I don't care No, if you are Jennifer Aniston. Nah, nah. I am swiping left. Yeah, good. Thanks for putting it there. That absolutely disgusts me. I yep. think, like, okay, if you don't want to date someone who's trans, and I'm talking within, I'm talking about lesbian dating apps. Mm. When I say lesbian dating apps, what I really mean is, Women Who Are Seeking Women, Mm -hmm. which is the main app that I'm on. Mm. If you don't want to date trans women or trans men, if Mm. you, for whatever reason, if you're transphobic Mm. or you just go, I don't want to for whatever reason, Mm. why do you need to say that? don't need to. All you need to do is swipe left. That's right. Because I tell you what, girlfriend, there's not that many trans people in the world. that's right. That's why. Why is it such a big political issue that someone's going to read that some trans, because yeah. there are trans men and women on that app, and welcome, bless you, love you. Yes. Why do you need to say to them, I'm rejecting no, you? No, terrible. I can't stand it. I don't like it. And no one should be swiping on you ever. Like you don't, let me be clear. If you go, it's perfectly, I think it's perfectly okay to go, I don't want to date someone with a penis. Yes. For example, mm. or I don't want to date someone with a vagina mm. or whatever. You can, you like what you like. But you don't have to but you have don't sex have to ex- with everyone you date with. And you don't with. have to exclude a whole group of no, people be- and make assumptions. Yeah. And you know what? I always, this is also from growing up in a Christian religion, the people who shout it the most yes, are indeed. often the ones who actually um, like it. Indeed. Or who hold the deepest. Yes. There's something there's more something, deep-seated going yes. on. Like is probably not the word, but it's like you, yeah. you know, the, why the teachers that were like that how much? homosexuality is terrible and then yeah. you'd find out that they were gay. And why don't you just move on? Yeah. Like why? Because, again, I think of some beautiful trans person reading that and just mm. going, oh, not only am I getting rejected, you're basically going, you're so like disgusting yeah. that I won't even consider you as a I don't even see you as a person. Like it's so gross. It's so gross. And I just think the greatest gift, and I know I'm old, right, we've been through that, is that I can fall in love with someone's brain. Oh, 100%. So why why people 100%. out? Yes. But even if I'm trying to put myself in I know, mindset, I know. Like yeah, don't say it. Even in the mindset, if you kind mm. of go, okay, let's say there's a trans man mm. Let's say there's a trans woman mm. on a Women Loves Women mm. dating app and mm. you think they've got a penis. For mm. a start, you could be wrong. Yes. Like you have no idea what no. genitals they've got. No. But let's assume that that's what you think and you don't want penis. Mm. You don't have to have penis. No. But nor do you have to put bigoted shit on your no. profile. And if like, you're on just a... Just make that assumption and move on. Be wrong in your wrongness and that's fucking right. keep it to yourself. But if you're on a lesbian dating app, yeah. aren't you a little bit more accepting of... No. Okay. No, this That's is one shame. of the, um, the, the, the great ironies yes. of uh, something else we need to get into one day is the LGBTIQ+. Mm. Sometimes, honestly, it's just LG. Yeah, I think so. And, and unfortunately, yeah. the for BTQI some of the communities actually uh, haven't moved yeah, on yeah. and can be just as transphobic as straight folk. Right. Well, I so suppose no I'm one's definitely perfect. going, fuck you. Yeah, fuck no, them. thank you. They're off. Now, last one, Confident V Coffee, uh, Confident V Cocky, <laughs> love listening to podcasts. <laughs> well, I love you. Let's swipe away. <laughs> You're going to drag Kate into the dating pool. Hopefully That's, they're listening to this one, whoever yep, you are. Yeah, yeah. Bless you. I, I, I like that. I like it too. I think it's a night nice, because it's not like 
overly sexual or anything, nope. but it shows a certain confidence. You go, oh, you like ideas. Yep. You know, you like and if, this, you know, you're interesting. If you love a podcast, you love a podcast, right? Yeah. And so then it gives you something to talk about as well. Like, do you like this one? Do you like that one? Do you like this? And oh, I've never heard of that. It's a whole conversation starter. Goes, oh, I've never listened to a podcast. Yeah. Oh, I can recommend this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You know, what? A, yeah, it's a good yeah, conversation good starter. Good conversation starter. Dear, Dear Kelly. <laughs> All right. Should I go first or you? I can go first. Go on then. So Dear Kelly, for listeners, is mm. Kelly is a combination of Nelly. And Kate. It's our power couple name. It's our power couple mm, name and mm. this is it's like an agony aunt sort mm-hmm, of thing. So mm-hmm. it's where people write to us or send us messages mm. and then we respond. Yeah. Dear Kelly, I absolutely love your pod and it has weirdly come about at a very useful time for me. Thank you for your honesty and vulnerability in the ep so far. What I'm wondering is how you know it's time to call it off with your partner. Oh, shit. I am in a very long relationship, 20 plus years. We got together very young. We have children. Our lives are completely intertwined. Babe, Mm, (laughs) I see you. In the last year or so, we've been fighting regularly and I feel like we've grown apart. We just can't get on the same page. I have never thought about separating before. Well, until now. How did you know when to call it? Oh, shit. Mm. I feel like I've been conditioned to mm. think you just tough it out and mm. ride the waves no matter what. Mm-hmm. If nothing huge has happened, for example, cheating, mm. but rather things have accumulated gradually over time, how do you know it's coming to an mm. end? How do I know how long to fight for our relationship? Mm. Also for background, our parenting is quite challenging mm. and intense at times. Mm. Also, just for your information, I am getting therapy but I just wanted some real perspectives mm. from real people who've been through separation themselves. Oh, girlfriend. Whew. Well, the first thing I'd say is I'm really glad you're getting therapy. Yeah, so glad. Because no matter you what need, decision you make. Absolutely. You need a professionally involved mm. and you need someone critically who's independent, mm. who has got no skin in the game. And that includes, can I just add very clearly, not your relationship counselling. No, no, no. Yeah. Right? Because I have had friends who've been through marriage couples counselling. Yes. And then tried to talk to... Yeah, the right. marriage counsellor and right. they have urged them to stay. Yeah, because that's their, 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 that's their gig. Their gig, yeah. No, you need an independent individual therapist to talk through the issues with. And I'm going to say something extremely controversial. Boom. But if you're saying, how did you know, how do you know, you, mm, you sort of then know. Then you kind of know. Yeah. yeah. And I really wanted the answer to that question for a really long time. I didn't know who to ask because I didn't have a lot of friends going through it. Mm. Um, and I wanted someone to say, no, it'll get better, do it like this. I want. I wanted or someone, I just wanted to be three years down the track. Yes. I didn't want to go through what I'm going through now. You wanted to be teleported. Yes, I did. Yeah. And so I really understand that. And no matter, I really love being single. But getting divorced is fucking shit. It's hard. There yeah. is nothing good about the yeah. process of getting divorced, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. But being single, it's the yin and yang, yeah. right? Yeah. Is being single is lovely. Mm. So I've had a few girlfriends actually really ask me this question. and Oh, I get asked it all the time. Yes, I think it's the and most can common. can I highlight something in it that you and I have talked about privately many, many times that comes through really strongly mm. in this letter? And that is that I think in some ways it's a much harder decision to make mm-hmm. when there's not a big mm-hmm. fracturing. Huge. So if someone has an affair or yep. someone clearly Get is abusive or they start mm. 
they become an alcoholic or I don't know. I'm trying mm, to think mm, of the big mm. cultural narratives that we mm. accept. If you mm. go, oh, why did you leave him? Oh, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Why did you leave her? She cheated on me. Yeah. Like people want a narrative. They do. When I go, oh, you know, it just wasn't serving us. Mm. What do you mean? Yeah, that's not good enough. Oh, do you hate him? No. No. Yeah. But what, then why did you leave? Yeah, I know. You know, and I th- if it feels coming off the page, it feels to me that's where she is. Yeah. And like she's she's not hating no. her partner. He hasn't, it but, sounds like, done but anything hideous. she hasn't hideous. said, I really love him No, her. I'm assuming it's man and woman. Um, and the thing is that I wanted to say, I think I knew when I just thought I am sad all the time. Oh, sweetheart. Yeah, I'm yeah. sad. I have got yeah. a heaviness and my beautiful friend Mandy from the two Ps, when we split up, because Mandy and I have a Snapchat relationship, she said to me one day, you're not in your room anymore. Mm. You were in your room for two years just sending me Snapchats and now oh. you're in the family room and in you're out bedroom. the back. And yes, you're yeah. isolating. Yeah, and I thought, fuck, yeah. I was doing that to my children and everyone else that was in the house. But yeah. I thought... You You're, don't. Well, you were retreating. I was. And yeah. you don't want yeah. this to happen. No, no, that's right. People don't want this choice. I want my children to have a mum and a dad or a mum and a mum, whatever, in the same house for the rest mm. of their life and for us to grow old and everyone has the fantasy. I don't want my kids to have mm. to deal with this. I don't want, you know, dad's got a new partner, mum's got a new partner, where do I go on Christmas? Nobody mm. wants this. But they're the very few days. Mm. Right, Christmas is one day a year. Mother's Day is one day a year. And that's why I'm going to give my children permission to go to the other place mm. because mm. Uh, this being sad or being constantly fighting for something when you're already parenting, you're already mm. worried about work, that's not what it's supposed to be. Well, and can I offer, and I don't mean it as a challenge, but in a way it is, mm. a different perspective on that because mm. I actually do want my children to see that when something's not right, you end up. Oh, yeah, same. I don't want my children no. to stay in something because of inertia. No, I agree. Or because their parents want them to or because the neighbours will judge. No. And I really want, and this is one of the great joys for me, I want my kids to see their parents happy. Yes. Because one of the things we always talk about, oh, you stay for the kids, you stay for the kids. If you're, and I'm, I can only go off what she mm. said to us. We're fighting regularly, mm. and we've grown apart. Mm. There is tension in that mm-hmm. household. There and the children know, and the children know, and all that's five what they of see. my kids knew. And then they mm. are learning that that's what you expect from a relationship. Yeah, and it's okay to put up with it. And it's okay to put up with it. It doesn't mm. have to be, you know, someone doesn't have to be throwing saucepans. No, they don't. For it to not be right. And I think there. Or everything else. Like if if I was talking to a friend and they said, oh, I hate my work. I hate it. The person that I work with, um, I fight with them constantly. I go in there with a heavy heart. I don't agree with a lot of the things they're saying, blah, blah. You'd be like, leave. Yeah. Right? And I know marriage and and a long-term relationship is much trickier and I know your parents care and your cousins care. But ultimately, you, you don't have to leave. And no. You know, and you know that because well, you're still there. only you can make that call. And yeah. only you can make that call. Yeah. But just know that everyone who's made it, it's the hardest, one of the hardest calls you'll ever make. Well, and the other thing is that the people who've made that call, and I haven't done this on the podcast and neither of you, I don't go, what we tried was this no. and we tried it because that would be a betrayal of yeah, that's right. privacy of yes. other people. Yes. But absolutely we tried things. Yeah, that's right. You know, like you, no one walks away from a 20-plus nah. year relationship just going, oh, oh my, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I wake up you and know? thought, no, nah, fuck it. My answer would be, because I feel like 
it shits me when people write in for advice and then you hedge your bets. Yeah. My answer would be if you're unhappy more of the time than you're mm, happy mm. and only you can judge that, mm. then that's when you call it. Yep. No and one's happy all the time. No one is. But if it's more unhappy than happy. Mm. And you can have a trial separation. Yeah, you could. People yep. do that and yep. they do get back together. They yep. realise, you know what? No. Yeah. So you can, you don't have to be like, that's it. We're moving out. I'm going to Queensland. You know, it doesn't and you have to know be what? like that. In fact, it's interesting you say that because I reckon if you suggest that mm. and your partner chucks a nana mm. and won't even give that a try yeah. and goes, it's my way or the highway, then it's a really that's clear. a good reason to yeah. call it. Yeah, that's right. If you go, I actually really want to fight for this, mm. but I feel like we need a month apart. Yes, you know, to really think, or three months apart mm, or whatever mm. it is, to really just think about mm. how we can come back together, what we need to mm. do, and they won't do that, mm. then I reckon that's a good sign to yeah, me off too. your fuck. Yeah, off your fuck. <laughs> but thank you for sharing that with us. I hope that's helpful. But yeah, I do I think so. obviously that's without knowing all the specifics mm. as well, I'm just really glad that you've got a therapist that you can talk through. Mm. And it is not a, when you say your parenting's intertwined, your parenting's challenging. Mm. I just want to say, and I'm only talking about mm. my mm. experience, mm. My that is the same situation mm. for me. Mm. All I can say to you is that my parenting's now easier. Yeah, same. Because I'm happier. And there's one consistent rule at this house yeah, and one consistent rule at that house. Neither's right or wrong. Mm. But, yeah, I, I find it much easier too. My mental load is reduced. Yes. I have more capacity. Mm. So even though the same challenges are there, mm. I'm more equipped to yeah. deal with them because yeah. I'm not spinning my wheels trying to deal with a situation that I don't want to be in. Yeah. You know, right. so yeah. don't assume that you're going to break up and your parenting's going to be harder. It might be. I don't no. know because yeah, I don't know it your might kids. Be. That's right. But it might also be easier. <laughs> yeah. And if you do decide to break up, we, you know, we've got your back. Yeah. And um, if you don't, we've got your back as well. That's right. And um, things might be trickier, but you still might be happier. Yes. So. Yeah. Different yeah. things will be trickier. Different I would say things. things are already tricky. You yeah. don't write this letter in. No. If things aren't already tricky. Yeah, they are tricky. And You know? And I, if you need permission. Oh, if you need permission, go. Go. Yeah. Do it. Do it. And, you, and we have yeah. been conditioned 100% to believe that unless it's X, Y, or Z, there's no reason to break up. And that is not true. No, I really think that's mm. that's our parents' generation mm. thinking. You do not, you wouldn't leave mm. a man with a job. No, that's right. You wouldn't leave a man with a job. You know, yep. like yep. we are yep. not there. We have not fought for all of this yep. to have to stay when we don't nah. want to stay. So if you don't want to stay and you've made that call and you know it, then yeah, you absolutely, go. if you need that permission, off you go. Yeah, go. All right, so this one's related. This is a tough one. Sticky, sticky dates. Date. Right, sticky dates are the hard parts of being single and or dating segment. They really are. And given that letter, yeah, I thought we might talk about the one of the very common questions we get, which is telling the kids. Very common. Right. Um, let me read first mm. something um, by Amy Mason. This was a tweet. I don't know who Amy Mason is, mm. but she said, my therapist just said, kids are all very resilient. And I said, well, why do all adults need therapy then? <laughs> and she just looked into the middle distance for a bit and seemed to reassess quite a lot of things. <laughs> God, they love those motherhood statements. Like, oh. Kids are so resilient. And yeah. you go, oh, but what about those kids over there cutting themselves? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> we cannot deny that separation and divorce are hard on kids. No, we can't. 
We absolutely cannot. And I think the biggest thing is to own it. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, say to my kids, are you all right? Yeah. And I know they may not be able to tell me. Yeah. But I, I, as we said before, I want them to know that you can do hard things. Yes. You can be single. You yeah. don't have to be in a relationship. Not all of my children may end up mm. in relationships mm. and it's okay. Mm. But, but it is hard because they've had the same narrative that we have. They've watched the yeah. same sitcoms. They've watched yeah. the mum and dad or at the very worst, some parents died and a stepmom's come in. Yes. You know, they have it. It's not two divorced Maria people. Maria Von Trapp has yes, come in. Yes, the Brady Bunch, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but most TV families are pretty nuclear, which is your favourite word. It is. Mm. One thing I will say that's in our kids' benefit for these mm. generations, I think, is that they will know kids with divorced yeah, parents. They will. You know, like it would yeah. have been in generations past, you might have been the only kid at school. Yeah, that's right. Who had divorced parents. That is absolutely not the My case. My mum was the only child at school that was divorced and... She said they changed schools. As in and they, her parents were her divorced. Her parents were divorced. Yeah. And so my mum's 75. Yeah. So See, that would have been hard Huge, huge then. rural yeah. Queensland. Yeah, really hard. And she said the teacher pulled them up in front of the class. She had two sisters. And so their uniform was wrong because they had to change schools. Mm. But their mum couldn't afford a new uniform. There's no mm. single mother's pension. No, of course not. And the teacher said, you see these three girls? They they dress like this because their mum's a whore. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And I said to mum, what happened? And she said, we just felt fiercely protective of each other and of our mum. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. The story. We don't know. Those women. Hope you're fucking burning in those hell. Those women broke. Wow. Broke the system. We stand on their backs very, very, very oh amazingly. My yeah. God. Oh, my mum's got incredible stories about growing up as a divorced. That is amazing. And see, yep. we forget. Yeah, I think we when do. we're this getting This is not that long ago. But also when we are getting from older generations mm. the abject fear mm. and terror mm. of what you and I have both yes. done. That's what they've lived with. Yes, they think or that's they've seen their happen. parents yes. live with it. Or someone in their class. Whereas that. I I mean I don't know, but I would say my kids' school would have to be at least a third. Yeah, I don't know either. Have single parents or divorced parents, or and mm. different family structures. There's same sex parents. There's yes. parents where a single mums had a donor. Yeah, yeah, you know, yep. things that are complete anathema yep. to um, older generations. Yeah, but either way, it's really hard. Like I think one of my biggest regrets, one of the hardest things I've found, and my kids have handled it all very well, and we've done all the best things that we could. Mm-hmm. And I think. When you are when you have children, this is the this is the toughest, toughest, toughest thing you'll do yep. is to sit them down um, and say, you know, mum and dad aren't together anymore, or dad's left, or mum's left, or whatever. Um, and I think when people say to me, "Well, how did it go?" My thing is, "Well, I don't know yet." Yeah, like I'm scared I'm going to find out in twenty years that it went very badly. Right. Right. So I'm really conscious of that because I'm also a human being. Mm that is going to make mistakes, that is going to be frustrated when mm. my ex does things that I find really confronting mm. or whatever and maybe I my children can sense that. So mm. there is no perfect breakup. No. But there's no perfect relationship. No, that's right. Because so, I was going to say, I mean, I think that there would be, you know, there's be plenty of adult children our age who kind of go, oh, my parents stayed together and I wish they hadn't because mm, I mm. knew that they didn't like each other mm, and mm. they made us feel like a burden because they mm. stayed for us and, mm. 
you know, I've got heaps of friends who say stuff mm. like that. Like I knew my mum should have left or my dad could have, would have mm. been better off and they feel like shit mm. because the parents supposedly stayed together for them. You know, yeah, that's so right. That's... If it's if it's not working, yeah, staying, not working. you know, is not and healthy for the kids. You, I mean, you can't predict your partner's reaction, mm. but if it hasn't been like violent rows or yeah. screaming, you know, swearing, but it's general unhappiness and you break up and then both of you are happier yeah. and you still love your children, I think that, you know, it's better. Look, I mean, I, again, I'm really conscious of my family's privacy mm. so I don't, I'm not yeah, going to tell the exact story no. but the thing that I will say is that we have made it really clear that the kids are still loved yes that we're both still their parents mm. um that they we're still a family mm. you know in whatever mm. way shape or form mm. we're still bonded to each other for life yeah family you know, is a family them. it doesn't matter if somebody... and that they were not responsible no not at all and I think that is actually critical mm, mm. to for kids to know because any kid makes everything about them. Yes. Was I too naughty? Yes. Maybe I needed too many things. Yeah. Yep. It has to be really clear. Yep. That doesn't mean you have to say, oh, he had an affair. No. I, or she was a bloody hand. But, that yeah, doesn't, yeah. but no. you make it clear. Yep. This is nothing to do with you. Yep. Absolutely nothing to do with you. No. Mum and mum had the, yeah. you know, fell out of love. Yeah. Or mum and dad... Mm. you know, want to be friends now mm. or whatever it is. Mm. Like you'll find your own language depending on the age of the kids. Yeah, you will. But they have to be reassured. Yes, And it is possible. It's hard. There's hard. no way around it. There's no way around it. And But it's also hard to sit down with your mum and dad or your mum and mum and your dad and dad every night going, I know they don't want to be here. Yes. I can feel that they don't oh, like each there's other. There's nothing worse than having tension in a room. Oh Nothing worse. And I know that that's that what was happening in our house. I know. Right. And yeah. I know that it's happier now. Yeah. I know that. So I don't know what the long-term implications are. I know my kids know that I have their back. I will go yeah. in and fight for them and that's just as good as I can give. Do you know, I was talking to Dr. Steve Allen, who we'll get on one day, mm. who's a psychiatrist who had a show on Triple R and I mm. worked with him on the ABC a bit. And I actually rang him when before I told the kids mm. and had a chat to him because he's divorced mm-hmm. but also he's a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, And um, he said to me, you know what, one thing you need to remind yourself of is that no one's guaranteed a pain-free life. Yeah. And you can't guarantee your children a pain-free life. No. Like you've got to hold their hand through it. Yeah. You've got to give them a soft landing. Wow. But no parent mm. can guarantee... Mm. A smooth ride. No. And that actually really helped me. Yep, it's really good. You you do your best yep. to make it as painless as yes. possible. You don't lie. No. Um, you don't make it about them. You make sure that they're looked after. Mm. But just accept that they're going to feel sad about it and yeah. that's okay. It is okay. That doesn't mean it broke them. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Because they can also feel extremely sad about losing a Pokemon card. So let's just, and I'm not saying they're not resilient because and all that shit that we and tell guess our what? kids. They can see, and I've seen this in friends, they can be really sad seeing their mum feel yes. small. Yes, they can. They can be really sad seeing their dad look defeated. That's right. And that's without arguing. That's and right. And that's without abusive yep, stuff. And that's, that's right. without da, 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 just knowing that they're not thriving. Yep, that's right. That's right. Oof. Let's, there we go. That was heavy. Can we go to a more fun one? Yeah, let's go to fun. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I don't know how fun this one is. <laughs> it is. Back on the shelf. Um, if I say Tom Cruise to you, what comes to mind? Well, I know most people don't think of this, but I just think of Top Gun because that was one of my favourite movies. Oh, what a movie. God, time. he was hot in that. Hot. Yeah, that you can't deny with it. Kelly McGillis. Oh. oh. Mate. I lied to my mum and said I was going to like a church thing and I went into the city to village cinemas and watched it with my boyfriend in 1986. Him and the goose, Maverick and the oh, goose. Oh, and he, the goose dies. And the um, oh. Molly yes. playing the piano, piano and, and the whole. Oh. Yeah, that's what I think and of And what was Tom that Cruise. song where they do the sex scene? Oh. They had the white yes. curtains. Oh, uh, unbelievable. Oh, it's gosh. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Even to this day. It's a great soundtrack. I actually know, I've never met Tom Cruise, but I know a couple of people, you know, in showbiz who've yeah. met him. Right, yeah. And of course, I find him a fascinating mm. sort of enigma. Yes. So I'm like, what? what is it? And yeah. one of my mates said to me, I've never been in the presence of someone more present. Right. She's like, this is why he's so charismatic. Yes. It doesn't matter who you are. If yeah. you're talking to him, he's looking you straight in the eye and he's listening to every fucking word you yeah. say. And he's actually talking back to you. And in uh, a way that a lot of – I've met a lot of celebrities and they, they don't. They do they're not looking do over that. Your shoulder, yes, can't wait to get out of there. Can't wait to yeah. get out of there. Or they're – talk about me. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. me. Lots of talk about me. Whereas yeah. she said, no, he mm. wants to know who you are. Mm. And I thought, this is why he gets hot chicks. This is why he gets hot chicks and really young chicks and yeah. – well, <laughs> Yes, yeah, so his most recent marriage, so it actually, the back on the shelf was about Katie Holmes. Yes. Um, but she, Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise were married from 2006 to 2012. Mm-hmm. This is a red flag. They met in 2005. They were engaged, I think, within a couple of months mm-hmm. and they were married a few months and after that. And she had that. a crush on him when she was a teenager. So it'd and be she like. She was a little baby girl. She was. You know, it's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm, that, I mean, I totally understand. That like love drunk thing. Oh, of course. But just wait. If you still want to marry that person in a year, yes, great. Give it a year. But just don't don't just root your brains out. Yes, like, go for come it. on, enjoy it. Just enjoy yes. yourselves. Um, for those who don't know Katie Holmes, I think most people would yeah. know her from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Um, but various other movies. Mm. I whenever I think of Tom Cruise, I think of the couch jumping on yes, Oprah. Yes, I know. But have you listened to You're Wrong About when they do him? No. Yeah, good. Go listen, people. You're Wrong About's a great podcast and they talk about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Because he jumped on the couch once. So, oh, did he? Yeah, all the gifts make it look like and the oh, memes that he did I it repeatedly. Oh, because I watched the episode and yes. I remember him jumping no, repeatedly. I know. False memory. Yeah. And Ooh. they said, which is so true, Oprah had got all Tom Cruise fans in. Yep. So the you got to Oh, and they go off. Yeah, and then yep. they had hyped them to a frenzy and yep. Oprah was like, he's in the building now. And so then Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently he was completely overwhelmed when he walked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And so then he also was love fucked because he yes. just met Katie Holmes. Yes. And so of course it was, you know, King of the world moment. It was really yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. but he just jumped on the couch once and sat back down. Oh, mate, it's not the weirdest thing he's done. No way it's not the weirdest thing he's done. But yeah. it is what everyone thinks about. I mean, there's a hundred memes about yes. it and gifts, and I think people who don't even know who Oprah is know this bloke no, jumped on her couch. absolutely. Yeah. Did you ever see, so there was before gifts, yep. um, <laughs> there was a really famous moment where um, Tom Cruise was on Oprah and they doorstopped a Tom Cruise fan, like a really, really, oh, no. like full yes. on fan. Yes. So he knocked on her door. Oh. I still remember. It just it was my pick me up back yep. in the day. I yep. taped it. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He knocked on her door, 
And she opens the door and she looks at him. She just grabs her face. She had this wild American hair. You know <laughs> yes, that perm yes, set yes, that looks yes, like a yes. helmet? And she's like this chubby middle-aged woman yeah. and she's just holding her face. She's going, no! <laughs> no! No! And she just says, no, no, repeatedly. And he's there trying to give her a bunch of flowers yeah. and she just will not stop screaming. <laughs> like she could not get her shit together. So if you had 500 of those women. That's what it was like. So I, you were just started rooting Katie Holmes. Yes. So I'm not yeah. giving him any. No, no, I get you. But I understand. But, yeah. I mean, my obvious issues with him is the fact that his uh, religion, the whatever religion you want to call yeah. it, yeah. is more important to him than family. And I think. Yes. I think Nicole Kidman had the same issue. Yes. And I think Katie Holmes, I think that was a tough get out. So by way of background, he had two children, Isabella and Connor, with mm. Nicole Kidman, mm. and then he had a daughter, Suri, mm-hmm. with Katie Holmes. Quite soon. Quite soon. Mm. Um, and both seem, quite frankly, scared to talk yes. about Scientology. Yes, and terrified. I feel to... like they've they've signed non-disclosure agreements or something. I think they're scared. Yeah. I mean, when you hear, is it Leah Remy, I think her name yes. is, another yes, yes. ex-Scientologist, mm. they literally talk about being stalked, mm. allegedly. Louis Theroux did a Scientology doco. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to say allegedly because we could also get sued. Yes. Um, it is allegedly. <laughs> it but is But there is, seems to be yeah. a lot of fear. Mm. And the public narrative, and again, we don't know if this is true or not, but the public narrative is essentially that he's still close to Isabella and Connor because they are Scientologists mm. and not to Suri because she is not. Yeah. And I thought, I don't have ex- any experience really with organised religion. No. But you do. Oh, yeah, and I can see and that. this is a thing that happens. I can see it being a thing because my religion wasn't like that. Yeah. But I have... Um, friends who I grew up with a girl we worked in the supermarket together up in the Yarra Valley when we were kids and she was a certain religion and fell in love with the butcher who was a Catholic and her mum said no her parents kicked her out of the house just for dating him and so the 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 mum of the butcher built her a little cabin they're still together they got married and now her mum sneaks and sees her daughter because she's been not allowed to ever talk to that daughter again. So how disgusting! But what a pow- what oh. a what a thing to put a seventeen-year-old in that position. Yeah, I'll never talk to you again if you do that. Again, I'm I'm past apologising for this, but I was watching first dates last night, <laughs> and my daughter and I were watching it, and there was um, a gay couple on who ended up staying together, and they were the mm. most adorable little couple. Anyway, these two guys. And one of the guys said, he said to him, oh, you know, how was your coming out story? Mm. And he said, oh, um, he was Catholic. Yeah. And he said he went to the priest and told he was very involved in the church and, Mm. you know, his mum was very involved. He Mm. went and told the priest and the priest said, don't ever come back here again and tell your mother to never come back either. And both my teenager and I burst into tears, mm, mm. just like the pain, oh, the trauma. Like, but also, fuck you. I know. Like, who the what hell would do you Jesus think you say? Seriously, well, he wouldn't have said that. He would not have said that. No. I'm not even religious, and I know more enough about Jesus to know. Look, the that Bible he would not have turned you away. The Bible does not like homosexuality. The Bible does not like gossip. The Bible does says you must not admire and lust and want after your neighbor's house. 
Yeah. We have whole fucking TV programs where yeah. we just admire and lust after people's <laughs> yes. houses and we quite happily sit we on our... realestate.com. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. let's all get a fucking grip. Yeah. But, but in this... And again, we don't know if this is true or not. No. But it is certainly within the realms of possibility. Oh, it is. It certainly happens in other scenarios yep. where parents leave children from mm. previous marriages because they're from the wrong religion. Yeah, and that do. blows my mind. I, I would lay on the freeway for my oh, children. Hell yeah. But also if you are sneaking listening to this and you're in one of those relationships where if you walk away, someone's going to try and take your kids mm. and whatever, well, we are really thinking of you yeah, and we gosh. get that you have to stay. Yes. And we get that we have the privilege of choice. Absolutely right. So, I've never been in that situation. No. And to think of the power mm. that someone like Nicole Kibben or yes. Katie Holmes has. And still. And to, for them to fear. Yes. What would happen, let alone if you're just a normal person yep. without the financial resources. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's tricky. Right. Yeah. X-rated. X-rated. All right. I'm going to just keep this sweet. Yep. Sweet and short. <laughs> Do not plan a holiday with your children without your ex knowing. And like this is self-evident, but I've heard this story so many times from friends where yes. they've gone, oh, you know, I just found out the kids mm. actually had to get their passports renewed because mum took them to Paris. Yeah, or wants that's to, right. da, da. One of my friends <laughs> found out that the kids were going on a holiday when they cut. And this little kid came and said to her, Mummy, where's Sri Lanka? Oh, my Lord. Why? Daddy's taking us there for school holidays without even talking to her. Yeah. Without asking permission, without mm. negotiating. Mm. What a dick move. What a dick move. I've had a friend, yeah, who's definitely got a Disney dad husband. I know that's a stereotype. Most of us, that's not true. So but, Disney yeah. dad is like, you know, we just have McDonald's on Friday yeah. night. I do the fun things. I don't comb your nits out of your yeah, hair. Yeah, but I'm taking it a movie I don't world. do your school paperwork. Yeah. But yeah. look at this. I bought you a new car. Yes. Well, yeah. that's what she lives with. And, and they came home and said, oh, dad said we're going to SeaWorld. Oh, God. She's like, good, great. Meanwhile, I'm saving up for your laptop. You know, mm. that sort of thing, which which in creates that Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you can't do that. And we don't do it. But also they're your children. Yes. You need to, like, even just on a safety level. And you like can I say no. A, you don't have to let your kids leave the country. I totally agree. I had another friend whose daughter came back from a holiday and then she found out that, long story short, other adults had been on that holiday yeah. that she wasn't aware were going. No. Nah. And people were sharing rooms and yeah, all that. Nah. No. 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 Be an adult, sit down and say, look, I'd really like to take the kids to Bali. Yes. Uh, we're going for two weeks. I have a new girlfriend. She'll yep. be coming. But I'm going to. No one else will be coming no, or whatever that's it right. is. Like yep. give all the information yep. and yep. negotiate. And say, are you okay with that? Are you okay like, with that? Like give people the power to say yes or no, especially in the beginning. Yes. And when your kids are little. Because children are powerless. And if you do give me that information, I'll probably say yes. Yes, that's right. Whereas if you go behind my back. Yeah, I'll say then no. Then I'm taking the passport. <laughs> WTAF. I'll give you WTAF. What? No, I know you love this because you love a bloody cookie. I do love a cookie. If I said to you cookie jarring in the dating context, what's cookie jarring? Well, is it um, like I like a chewy moist or a, <laughs> I like a... <laughs> I like a dry and hard. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get into choc chip versus vanilla. Or is it actually like think it's chocolate chip and it's bloody sultanas? <laughs> <laughs> <Cream. laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not into an Anzac. Yeah. Um, um, well, mm. I think. Think of a cookie I like jar. a Kingston. That's oh, I my, love a Kingston. So I would pummel through the Monte Carlos <laughs> to get Jesus. to a Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the big family packs? Yes. And the dilemma. Because my know. mum would shop on Fridays and I knew yeah. my, my brother would eat it all. Yes. If I didn't oh, eat it. Oh, yes. Like, do you have to eat the Kingston's first or can you just go straight to the Monte Carlo? Do you go straight to the Kingston's or the and who wants them? the orange cream? It's hard. I'd still eat them. Is All right, that so, what it means? No, cookie jarring. <laughs> just imagine a cookie jar on the bench mm. where you kind of go, um, I don't have to have a cookie, but if I really feel like one, I'll get it. Oh. Cookie jarring is basically you keep cookies in there in case the other thing doesn't work out. Oh. Right? So you're dating someone. It's a bit like the benching. Yeah. You're dating someone, but you keep a few cookies in the jar ah. just to dip back in in case you're not fully satisfied with the meal. Yeah, because occasionally when I have a cup of tea, I think, you know what, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go and buy a pack of Kingston's. <laughs> I, they're so good. I'm going to go out on a limb and say cookie jarring is not common parlance. Right. But I have seen it, I think, once and then looked it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> keeping something, you know, on the bench just in case my palmer doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. Or it's not quite right. It's not well cooked. Mm. Or I want something the... slightly different or today. I want something <laughs> <laughs> what a pack of moles. All right, let's get out of here. All right, see you, Nelly. Rate and review. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I borned him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. So he has, oh, to, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, mm. who not only wrote our jingle. Which but is fantastic. It, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Chuck out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. Producer credit. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Faye. Yep. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous.